Brothers and sisters, may God bless you all. What a great joy, what a great happiness. And I hope that you are all, that you are all doing well, that you're all happy and strengthened. That you are all being nourished by through all the reflections, all these sermons of our sister, of our brothers. But, well, yes, things in life happen that are worrisome. Difficult situations, the pandemic, misunderstandings of the government with their peoples, wars. But we, the congregation of our God, that new Jerusalem, those hearts where God dwells, never, we, will, we should never feel alone. As our sister said, don't even think about it. Don't even think that God doesn't listen to us. All of this is lack of faith, lack of understanding. The doctrine is the mind of my Lord. It's the knowledge of our God. Our doctrine is for salvation, for purification. The doctrine strengthens us. It helps us go on in our lives, act in our lives very prudently, very wisely. The doctrine is rudimentary. It's necessary. And we can't neglect and forget in the moments of our life the doctrine. And we are doers of those words, depending on the situation, keeping it in our hearts so the Lord may feel honored by those who glorify Him. Let us never feel alone. I believe in the Bible, a book inspired by God, a book clarified by His leadership. How beautiful! And in one of the verses of this book, and perhaps we can say this is a thick book of many pages, there's a verse that's very beautiful that you perhaps have read it or you have been taught it, and it reads, this verse reads, they were words of whom we believe, of whom we have given the glory in His Church. We love Him with all our hearts. He said, I will not leave you orphans. In John chapter 14, in verse number 18, you may 
Delight yourself in these words said by our God, I will not leave you orphans. It's to say that I should never think that I am alone. And even more than that, when we have believed in Him, and when we believe Him and we have that beautiful, a beautiful feeling toward our God, He will never forsake us. He will not leave us. He is faithful in what He promised. I will not leave you orphans. I repeat, when the person, when a person feels alone, despite having the experience of having the living Word of God, prophecy, or reading the Bible, has been baptized in water, has been in the church for some time, and they feel that God does not listen to them. That is false. That is a great lie. I remind you what the devil told Eve, that God had told you that if you eat it, you shall not eat this fruit lest you die. The devil has always wanted to fill the minds of people, especially the believers, that what God has said is a lie, that what God has promised is false. That is his job. There's a verse that reads that he is the father of lies. And he always will try to make us think that we are alone. But in no way. Look at the birds of the heavens, at the skies, said the Lord. They don't sow. No. They don't have barns or storehouses. No. And God feeds them. But if God was also God also told us that we are much more valuable than the birds. And if we are more valuable than they then that means that He will care for us more than the birds themselves, that He feeds. I personally love to birdwatch. I love to listen to them. I love to listen to their songs. I enjoy it. I enjoy those moments. But my heart leaps knowing that we are of more value. And if we are of more value, my beloved brothers and sisters, then we 
can never think that God has abandoned us. That he created us and that he has a preference of his children. No, brothers and sisters. That verse in John chapter 14, verse 18, it's a word, it's a faithful word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His words will by no means pass away. These, they are truthful words that you and I have to uphold with all our hearts and say, I am not alone. I am not an orphan. It's sad, the reality of an orphan. I'm sure that you can understand. Or perhaps you have lived it, perhaps you have know of the term, of what it is to be an orphan, to not have mother or father, be alone in the world, exposed to the conditions of this world, alone. And at the level of the congregation, at the level of a believer, it doesn't call to our attention the structure of a church or to say with pride that our church, the building has more than a thousand years. At the congregational level, it's that in our congregation, we are not alone. We are not left orphans and says that He will come to us. And so, I have to have conviction, not in the midst of abundance and prosperity, and no, it's in those moments that are difficult. I am there with my God, and God is by my side. I walk alongside Him, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That is my God. I shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. As a chorus, as a song says, though earth and seas are shaken, in God we put our trust. Not long ago, there was an earthquake in my beloved country. There was an earthquake in the morning. And, and at no moment was there a reaction it was an instant reaction. No, 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 no. I said, my God is with me. This is going to happen. Praises to my God, who has created us, who has made us his heirs by mercy for the love of his name. We can never feel alone. There was a king in antiquity, there in 2 Kings chapter 1, and he had an accident and he felt like he was going to die. 
And so he was sent to ask gods. He sent his messenger to consult a god, Baal, Baal, I think his name was Baal Ziba, the god of Ikrin, if he was going to continue living or not. And so God was annoyed. And he sent his servant and said, Is it because there is no God in Israel? We are that new Israel, as we were recently taught. We are that people of God now. We have a God, and because of the circumstances, I'm not able to consult him, be it because of the pandemic, a situation in the country, etc. My conviction is that I am not alone. God is with me. Praises to his name. He has told us, not to me, to many people, he has made them invisible. As he made invisible God to his messengers who went and rescued Lot, because our God is powerful, more powerful than all those bombs, all those missiles that land afar off. My God is powerful. My God created the heavens and the earth. And that God, who is so great that He calls the stars by name, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Blessed is our God. And He will come to us. For what? To walk alongside us to be with us, to protect us, so that by His company we can see His power, His marvels, His miracles, His greatness. This is my God, and I will praise Him. I will glorify Him. I will exalt Him. I am not alone. Blessed is His name. God of glory, pour out your glory. May your power be poured out with your hand extended above each one of my brothers and sisters. Each one of my brothers and sisters, place your glory upon them and give them proof that they are not alone. Show yourself to them. Reveal yourself to them. Exalt your name, O Lord. We will do so and we will praise you and bless you. My Heavenly Father, who works wonders, who works miracles. And even though there may be difficult situations, at the bosom of our home, your presence, your manifestation, your comfort, your strength. As the Apostle said, after clarifying all these teachings that 
today have been clarified by the leadership that you have placed. If you are with us, if you are for us, O God, who can be against us? Blessed and praised is your name. May your power be poured out. The Holy Spirit dwell in new hearts. Give them to drink. Give your people and allow us to savor those beautiful experiences of speaking tongues, of having prophecy, of having dreams with you, my Lord. Whoever is sick, my Lord, place your hand over them. Whoever is in need, place your hand over them. But to bless them, to heal, to deliver, all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. May God bless each one of you greatly.